and welcome to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about life and how to deal with what it throws at you. I'm Ian, a learning and development nerd here in Salt Lake City, Utah, with a passion for communication technology and finding my zen. With me as always. I'm Angela. You know who I am. I'm a stay-at-home mom and grandma. I am venturing into the soda bar business. I was going to say, I don't think you really stay at home as much as you I really used not to. as much as I used to, no, but I still consider myself that. I've had many careers over the years, and all of them have taught me about life and people. This week. Yeah. This is a topic that you and I, we, we kind of pivoted on a couple of times. <laughs> we did. What we landed on was survival mode. Yeah. 2020. The the year, that the year it has of survival been. mode. Now, seriously, for for you and I, I think we've actually weathered twenty twenty fairly well compared to a lot of others. I feel we're in a good place, but, much better place than some for sure. Absolutely, there are a lot of people out there that have really, really had a tough go. I think part of it is, as we've mentioned, our introvert nature. Correct. Like. The, the world mm-hmm. of not having a ton of social interactions has been a great thing for me. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, I've also filled up my time. Mm-hmm. We've talked extensively about that. Yeah. School, mm-hmm. an insane summer. <laughs> the more I talk to people about it, they're like, how did you do that? And I'm like, I... Threw myself in, right? <laughs> don't know. And looking back, probably overdid it, realistically. Probably. You were a little stressed for a while. Work. I enjoy my job. Being in learning development as a And that's good that trainer. you have something that's but similar to what you're learning. Where I struggle is I sometimes take on too much. Yeah. I know you've been uh, there. <laughs> I'm here right now in that. I have taken on way more than I meant to, but I'm finding my way through it. So one of the coping mechanisms, especially if you're like you and I, where mm-hmm. we're pretty determined individuals. Very much so. We're ones that are going to, you know, the type A will grab the bull by the horns and get in there and just just do it. Yep. I enjoy being that person, but I even found this week, I kind of hit a wall. I thought about it. I have not really taken any time off for myself Mm -hmm. since March. You know, I'm going to say that to myself to some extent as well. And maybe it's because we started doing this. And so we got our mind in a good place where we wanted to propel our lives forward. But I went to schedule a pedicure for myself for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Still haven't done it. Got too busy. Haven't taken any time for myself. I'm with you. I have, there has been no time for me. And I hit a wall myself. My husband found me being a little off, and he's like, what's going on? I'm like, I am just burned out, done. I and am surviving right now. Next week, we'll talk a little bit more about so burnout. I but just we're, gave you a hint. And so. we probably should have done it in reverse order now that I think about it. But it's okay. survival mode, what, what is it? And it, life gets chaotic. It gets busy. Mm-hmm. And we get just ran into the ground by the grind of things. Oh, of course. Could be we've taken on too much. It could be just there's life events. Could be long hours of work, school. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Caring for family members, major life events. Oh, yeah. Divorce, Mm -hmm. death of a family member or loved one. Oh, yeah. Caring for others, especially in this environment where parents are being expected to be everything, including the teacher, which (laughs) is not a role they're used to. To having to do. No, and and I've always had major respect for teachers, but 
having to take on that role now, I have so much respect for teachers. I, I don't know how you guys do it. I'm being honest. Teaching, I do it in a professional environment where I'm teaching adults, which is very different from teaching children. I would take personality tests and it would say, yeah. oh, you should be a teacher. Do you know how many times Barb told me that that's what I should do? Mm -hmm. Teacher or nurse? That's what she told me every single Caregivers. time. Yeah, every single time she did a reading on me, she told me the same thing. And I kept saying, stop saying that. <laughs> teachers, especially teachers with children, mm -hmm. I have huge respect for. Mm -hmm. Because A, they fill a vital role. They do. B, we're putting them in charge of kids for nine to 10 hours a day. And they're molding those kids, getting them ready for the future. And we have exceptionally high expectations for what we want out of them. We do. And we honestly, as a society, we give them very little support mm -hmm. in, in that role. And I think that's somewhere where we need to fix. So the one thing I kind of hope is that people are taking away from this year <laughs> and what they've had to. Right. A, a newfound respect for what teachers so. have to go I through. I hope so, too. If you have to go at it alone. Yeah. When you're perhaps a single parent mm -hmm. or maybe you have a partner that is absent for whatever reason. Okay, let's look at essential workers, healthcare workers. Mm -hmm. If they've been exposed in this environment, they can't be home with their families. They have to be at the hospitals. They're taking care of patients. They're saving lives. And so you may be going at it alone right now. There's a lot of scenarios in life that'll play into this. There or is. If you have been ill, now it could be just maybe you're got a cold. Yeah. We, we've all been there. <laughs> could be something far more serious. Mm -hmm. For sure. As you go through this, these are all events that should and, and quite frankly do justify going into survival mode. Yeah. And that is, for me, I consider it flipping a switch. Uh-huh. And I'm going to unbuckle everything except the bare essentials in life so i'm going to show up i'll do my job mm -hmm. and it's going to be whatever i need to to get through <laughs> that's, that's my true. you know nine ten hours a day that i have to do that with school i'll do what i need to to get through whatever mm -hmm. is assigned other than that i'm stepping away right and and i'm going to give you the opposite end of that from my perspective get up in the morning get kids ready for learning school whatever they're doing for that day cook breakfast, do the dishes, clean the house, go in and do my job for a little while, come home, and I'm basically on autopilot. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm not even thinking about what my next step is in the day. I am just doing what I have to do to get through the day that's surviving. And when you go into this, you're, you're giving yourself a very needed break. Oh, very much so. It's a difficult thing for a lot of us to admit to that we need to do this. We almost feel like a failure or just, God, you know, I'm letting people down. Yeah, because, I mean, me and you talk a lot about growing and making ourselves better people and striving every day to include that. And I think maybe taking a step back and letting people know that it's okay not to be doing that every day. As long as you have a future plan for it and it's something you're working on, it's okay to go into survival mode for a little while just to get through things. It really is. Please don't think you're failing at growing as a person because you have to go through survival mode for a while. 
especially with 2020 being the year that it has been for everybody. It's been that way We've all had to go through extraordinary circumstances. Oh, we have. That none of us would in our wildest dreams ever be prepared for. Mm -mm. Prolonged bouts of not seeing friends, family, loved ones. Oh, yeah. Not being able to go do the social addings or the activities. Many friends that we have have had to put off vacations multiple times oh for sure i actually just for the first time since this all happened dined out in an actual restaurant i had lunch with my dad and my sister this last week and to me it felt weird to even be out in that situation and that was something i used to enjoy weekly i'd go out to lunch or find a way to go out to eat once a week just to get out and people and see things and I was really uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. I had gone into survival mode so deep, it felt uncomfortable to me. I went with Josh and Spencer to lunch back in June. Yeah, it's been a little bit. June, July. And that was my first eating out since everything went down in March. Mm -hmm. And I'm with you. It felt so alien. Surreal, I guess would be a good word, yeah. And, I mean, the food was, we were Texas Roadhouse, those rolls. Well, yeah, and, and I was at Olive Garden with breadsticks, uh, so <laughs> but I'm there. when something that you enjoy, I mean, mm-hmm. you and I have eaten out many times. Oh, it, yeah. It's, food is a central part of celebrating for both of us for such an enjoyable experience to feel so, eh. Yeah, exactly. This week, I kind of hit a wall where I, I started kind of evaluating Friday, mm. where I was like, Man, I am just ran down, beat down, tired. I've been feeling this way for a while. Really, just kind of looking through it. I'm like, you know what? It's time to unbuckle some stuff. And so I, I really did hit the switch for this 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 last weekend. And first thing you have to do is give yourself kind of the okay. Yeah. You you have to be yeah. Let permission, yourself, what, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Let yourself off the hook. I guess for me, that's that's a very freeing statement, and maybe it's just for, for for me. But letting myself off the hook when I have expectations and goals and things I need to meet, and letting myself off the hook, saying, you know what, today I survived and I did what I needed to do to get through the day, and that's okay. Just even saying, you know what, it's time to to do this mm-hmm. is one of the hardest things, especially for myself, to do. Oh, it is. But when you do it, you're going to put yourself in a mindset where you are going to do just the bare minimum. And, and that's okay. You're you're actually having compassion for yourself when you do this. It's a it actually, let's be honest, it's a form of self care. It is. And I was reading through a couple different things and from a person who was expressing it from a religious standpoint, they actually use the word grace. You're having grace with yourself. And I was like, you know what? That's actually a great way of viewing it. No, I really like that. As you do this, you're going to cut back on what you're doing Mm -hmm. and what you expect out of yourself. Yes. When I've gone through my public relations classes, business classes, one thing that's always stressed is you need to have crisis plans. Yes. You need to have those contingencies for if something goes horribly wrong, catastrophic, whatever you want to call it, your business knows how to function. Mm-hmm. Imagine, if you will, your business has no internet right. or no power. 
how are you going to function? What are you going to do? Yeah. What if 2020 in Salt Lake? What if you have an earthquake <laughs> or a windstorm? Yeah, and I live in Lehigh. Mm. Wind city. Yes. So we're going to do this for ourselves personally. Businesses mm-hmm. do it. Why shouldn't we do it for ourselves? And you have to have, okay, a plan in place. And it sounds, okay, great. I've got another plan. No, it's not that. It's a, how am I going to get through this moment that I need to take that time out for myself to hit, as as we've talked, said, the pause button and know that it's okay to go into that mode for a short time if you need to. I mean, how, how we need to help you find that place that you need to be in to get to know it's okay to do this. I kind of view it as you're just hitting cruise control on life. I cut everything down to mm-hmm. bare minimums. Great. And man, when I talk about cutting, I <laughs> it freaks people out because I go radio silent. Mm-hmm. You do. I do I the same thing. Stop texting. I yep. don't respond to emails. If I have commitments, I will cancel them mm-hmm. or reschedule them. I'll try and reschedule first. If people are, you know, not wanting to reschedule, then you know what? We We're not doing it. But something you and I understand about each other is when one or the other of us sends a text and one of us doesn't respond for hours, maybe it's next day. We both understand that, oh, oh you know what? They just need some time. They'll get back to me. I'm not worried about people it. People have difficulty understanding text messages. Well, we, we do live in a world where it's great because we can have that immediate interactive Correct. feedback, instant messages, text messages, right. whatever it is. That doesn't require that you are glued to your device okay. 24 hours a day. And we're nope. going to talk more about this here in a second. But also other things that I think about are what what else can I do in my life to make things as, as minimalistic for effort as possible? It could be I'm going to go get takeout or I'm going to have mm-hmm. Uber Eats or Postmates or somebody deliver something to me. For me, it has to be Uber. I've been da- banned from DoorDash. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> that doesn't surprise you, right, I, Ian? No, it really doesn't. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm a little ahead. worried about what you did. But <laughs> when... I do this. I also, and, and I did it this weekend, I really did a complete digital disconnect. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, a good chunk of Saturday. It really freaked a lot of people out. That's what you had to I do, I was though. getting messages from people, are you okay? I'm like, and and I didn't answer, which is what <laughs> made him panic which even more. you notice I wasn't one of those people. Oh, no. Because in my head, I'm like, yeah, he'll give it back to me when he's ready. No. So I went ahead and just stayed off of things. Uh, in fact, Thursday, I was supposed to be on a couple of conference calls. I mean, I'd already declined because I had PTO those days. But one of them, I did hop on the call for just 20 minutes. I saw it was being recorded. And I'm like, you know what? I'll revisit this later. Ex- don't need it right now. There you go. Hop off. I think people are starting to understand that is okay. But when you do this, understand is, and, and we we kind of come down on social media quite a bit, but I'm talking all digital devices, phones, watches, email, all of it. These programs really are honestly built to be addictive by nature. Oh, for sure. That's... They are designed to draw your attention in. And keep it. Mm-hmm. So you want to upgrade. You want the newest, latest device. You want to always be. And they try to let us think that we can't survive without these things. And that there's a lot of truth to what you're saying. I actually pulled my iPod out. Mm-hmm. I still have my one, phone, too. My, my little iPod Touch. Synced it up with my headphones. Downloaded some playlists. Mm-hmm. 
I still have mine. And left my phone in the house. Yep. Great thing, isn't it? Put my phone on airplane mode so it wasn't getting anything, just tracking the steps. Yep, because you got to have your trophies. I, I do. Uh, I, it, it's an addiction. When you get these notifications, you're actually getting, and, and so this, the science behind this is you actually get a hit of dopamine you do. in your brain. Yep. Dopamine, if you don't know what that is, that is the chemical neurotransmitter <laughs> endorphin in your brain that causes pleasure. Mm-hmm. Many things are associated with it. There, yeah. But think about it. When you get somebody who likes a photo or something you posted. Doesn't that make you feel good? Oh, wonder why. Because you're getting a hit of dopamine. Mm -hmm. True. When you're playing a game on your phone. Yep. Animal Crossing, I hear's the new one. I don't know. I don't play it. Aiden, Animal Crossing. Latest, greatest, fun thing? Yes. Okay. Animal Crossing. (laughs) We have confirmation. You're getting dopamine every time you interact with that. You do. I actually play a game. It's a strategy game called Wild Frontier. And I play it with a group of friends who actually the only way we know each other is we met gaming online. Mm-hmm. And when I don't log in and talk to them for a couple of days, they get very upset at me and don't understand why I haven't. And honestly, I just need a break. But... The same thing, you log on, you've got these cool notifications. Oh, look, you achieved this award. You did this. You did, and, and it feels good. You're like, okay, this is fun. I'm having fun. But are you? I mean, that's what you got to ask yourself. Are you really? It's. Or is it more it's exhausting? It's a difficult concept <laughs> for people to understand. It really is actually exhausting because you're, yeah. we've gotten to a point where we have so many hits of dopamine going on mm-hmm. in our brains yeah that we're actually exhausting the supply of dopamine we have it's... we don't get the responses mm-hmm. because we don't have it or we actually make ourselves immune to the dopamine response yeah i actually i have some good friends their daughter attempted suicide i think it's been a year and a half since that happened and one of the action plans they came up with when she was in therapy was digital downtime Mm-hmm. Time away from her digital devices. So her mom works overnights. And when she had her mom working nights, she would sleep. Um, the she You know, she'd go to bed without her phone. The phone would have to be turned over to her dad to keep in his room at night. So she couldn't get on her phone and she couldn't do. And he said for the first couple of weeks, he left it on to see how many notifications she got. He said that thing was going off at least every minute, at least every minute. And it was constant notifications, constant this, constant this. And she was being literally overloaded with dopamine to the point where the highs and lows were too much for her to handle. A lot of our devices now Mm -hmm. actually have those do not disturb or sleep timers on them. Those are so good. And mine mine triggers at 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. And I don't start getting notifications till 6 o'clock in the morning, which is when I start working. I forced my husband to do that because his, his would be, he, he doesn't trust the phone alarm to go off. I've explained to him that you can have your phone on silent and it, your alarm will still go off in the morning, but he doesn't believe me. So his phone would literally go off all night and it would wake me up every time it went off. So finally I said, please turn on do not disturb mode. Please just try it, please. And he loves it now. Same thing, off at a certain time and it doesn't come on until a certain time in the morning. A lot of folks really find it disturbing to not get those notifications. I don't. <laughs> and I, I find a lot of solace in it. It was actually a strategy that was shared in one of my classes over the summer 
about having focus time on school mm, I, I because the classes that. were so intense where they were 15, 16 week classes crammed into three weeks. Yeah, well, that was so be it was intense. how can you get this done? You're right. going to have to commit this many hours. And that right. was one of the things is you need to block off time that you're not working on anything else. You're not touching anything else. Mm-hmm. And Otherwise, you're distracted. Exactly. Yeah. As part of this, when you go into this survival mode, you know, I'm a huge advocate for lists, goals. Yeah, so am I. We, and, and just about everybody we know is part of this. That's true. If you need to, guess what? Delete the app if it's an yeah. app. If you can just not look at it and it's tough. Oh, that's tough. The other thing is if it's written down, you know what? Mm-hmm. We're just going to put this off for a day, a week, whatever, fine. whatever the time period is you need. The reason you're in this is to just get through whatever it is you're having to cope with. True. And a part of that is, you know, meditation will help with this. It will help get your mind and body to where you need it to be because I know when I meditate and I don't always feel like I come away from my meditation session feeling perfect, I know that's a signal from my body that I need a little bit of downtime and I need to regenerate and go into survival mode. Meditation is a great coping mechanism while you're in there. It will help rebound. Sure, it will because it will get you right back out of it. The other thing that I do when it comes to devices, uh, things that people want immediate interaction with. I go in and I turn on my out of office. Mm. And this was something that I started doing based on a talk, and I wish I could remember where I found it, but it's been a while. When I get particularly busy, yeah, and I can't answer email right away, I'll go in and turn my out of office on and just say, hey, I'm going to check my yeah, email great. once or twice a day, or I'm not going to be available for the next six hours, whatever the case may be. In this case, I would put something out that says, right now, kind of taking a break. <laughs> yep. Even on my personal, just so that way if somebody reaches out to you, especially if you yeah. use your personal quite a bit, you can set that expectation of, you may not hear from me for a while. Yeah. And what this hopefully will trigger is that people will reach out and try and be part of your support system. Yeah. Uh, Lean on your support systems as you do this. And and see, that, that was another one. That's an, a podcast we've discussed. If you have the correct circle of friends and support and people in your life, they are going to help you with that. Your support system... Friends, family, could be your inner circle. Oh, sure. Your, your inner circle really should be part of this too. But whoever is in your orbit, your yeah. community, your people, your tribe, <laughs> whatever word you want to use for this. I use tribe. Be aware that often they will offer help. A lot of us are in a position where I don't want that help or you know, <laughs> I don't need help. I'm one of those people where it's like, no, I don't need I'll, I'll get I, it done. Get Just leave way. me alone. Yeah. Kind of swat it away. Get off my away. back. I got it. Except whatever help is offered and do so graciously. Yeah. And I'm there with you. I'm not good at that yet. It is a very difficult thing to oh, be, sure can be a gracious receiver. To actually be able to say thank you. Yeah. And that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I very much am used to being the person who is always the one who. <laughs> the helper. <laughs> well, and who gets it done. Right. For me, 
I will sometimes internalize and take it as, well, they don't think I can handle it and they don't think I'm there. Mm, that's probably not what's on their mind. What's on their mind is, you know what? She looks like she's struggling right now. She needs a little extra help. And instead of viewing it as, I don't need your help. I didn't want your help. I didn't ask for your help. I'll handle this myself. Look at it as a sign of they respect and care enough about me to offer that help and they can see I need it without asking. A large part of this, again, unbuckling. Oh, for Really sure. minimizing. If somebody else can take part of the burden and they're offering, let by all them. means, let them do it. As, as you go through this, know that you will get to a point where you get out of this. Yeah. And... You will step into that role. Think about how many times you have probably done this for others. Oh, yeah. Without even giving it a second thought. And I can say that that's true. If I see somebody struggling and I can help, let me help. I want to. Let how, me do it. How can I help you? Yeah. A lot of us have that as just kind of second nature where we do offer that. Yeah. Now, there are some people out there that become abusers of that nature oh my gosh yes there are and, and that's that toxic people talk it that is. we had and we we have to cut it out you know we we set the boundaries we give them a chance if they won't then they're gone uh, agreed very very easy to do the supported people in your life the people that are there to nurture and be part of that please let them help i mm -hmm. i can't stress enough especially being the person i am because i usually <laughs> would be my pride gets in the way. Oh, I can do this. I can do this. The pride gets in everyone's way. Don't don't kid yourself, Ian. Being okay with letting others take whatever they can. And a lot of the time, I think you'll actually be really surprised how much others are willing to do for you. They are. And, and that is part of survival mode. Part of surviving is using every avenue out there to get through moment to moment and what you need to get through. And maybe one of those avenues is letting somebody else help. When we're looking at this, think about it in the context of this is not going to be a permanent state. We're of not going to let this not. become permanent. Mm -mm. I think people are afraid to go into survival mode because they are afraid it will <laughs> become permanent. Mm. Uh, going back to our mindset discussion we have with Josh, I mean, that will lead itself eventually to a fixed mindset where you're just going to be in a corner. Right. Most people we've been talking to don't want to be there, aren't that person, don't want to be that person, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. This is okay. It, it's absolutely okay, guys. How many of us out there right now are thinking to themselves, I'm never coming out of 2020 survival mode? Because I know I'm not thinking that. I'm thinking, you know what, this has taught me. I'm doing what I need to do for myself, but the minute I can get out of this, I'm out. I'm, I'm out there. I'm going to go. I'm going to live. I'm going to do what I need to do. And, and we're all there, guys. Don't, don't think of it as a permanent state. I know you and I have had conversations about what is 2021 going to look like? <laughs> and I mean, the crazy thing is it's only three months away. It is. But the other side of me is going, it's still three months away. Exactly. We still got to deal with this <laughs> next three months. Balanced approach. I don't know if you want to call it that. But <laughs> As, as you go through this state of survival mode, understanding that you don't get stuck in it. No. You're, you're going to come out of this. You are. When you do, you'll be back into your normal yeah. patterns. And you'll actually get there very quickly. You will, and you're going to feel rejuvenated enough to get there and hit the ground running. I feel a lot better right now than I did when I 
hit Wednesday night when I was signing off from work and I was just like, okay, so Ugh. I'm kind of with you there. Today I woke up with this renewed vigor to do some stuff. Um, my son was exposed to COVID at school. So both he and I had to have a COVID test and neither one of us could work. He works at, for me at where I work and neither one of us could go to work. And so I kind of went into survival mode. It's like, you know, I'm doing what I need to do the bare minimum and today, I can't wait to get back to work this week and hit the ground running. And maybe that's just what my body, mind, and soul needed to do to rejuvenate for a few days because I'm excited to start my week this week. And it's the first time in about a month that I've felt that way. I really do think a lot of us need to be a little more understanding, of, especially because we've been so connected. Yeah. We, with remote work, remote school, remote everything yep we have been far less disconnect yeah we've been far less willing to just just disassociate with what we've kind of expected you look at a lot of the articles our our job posted this thing about productivity numbers and they are through the roof Mm. the problem is that comes at an expense and see, you're right. I'm going to, his, uh, my son's school sent out an email because they went off of remote learning. They're back in the classroom two days a week. Productivity went down mm-hmm. when they're back in school. They were actually more productive outside of the school environment than they have been being in the school environment. So there's something to be said for that. Because well, I have my, my theory yeah. of... Because they haven't been around each other. They're exactly. excited. They want. They, they just want to socialize and, mm-hmm. and be there in the moment and have fun with friends. They're not learning. At home, they know they have to get in. They have to get it done and get the assignments turned in. And they, like I said, the school sent this out. We've, we've seen a drop in productivity. The grades are going down as a school and we need to get this fixed. And I have the theory of that's why they just don't they were doing better at home than they are I on would campus. be interested to see what happens if they took a uh, section yeah. of them yep uh, kind of a dire one because you're dealing with education but right if we put a section of them that are having this mm-hmm. put them online what happens well I'm thinking my son's gonna be one of those because I'm thinking I'm gonna pull him out because it's Provo and that's where the hot spot is right now and I don't know that I really want him there exposed. So let's kind of do a fun little productivity thing with that. Let's see what happens. I I know I have mentioned it before. I'm happier and more productive at home. Oh, the thought yeah. of actually having to go to an office and kill hours <laughs> of my day in a commute and everything really is not something that I really relish oh, uh, yeah. thinking about. I do miss seeing people, but of course. I've made more of a concerted effort to take five minutes. Mm-hmm. And try and just hop on a call with someone. Oh yeah. And be on camera with them. You'll 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 call me when you're on walks with the dogs sometimes mm-hmm. just to say hi. Check even though we see each other once a week. <laughs> I think it's important for people to understand connections can happen, may not be in the traditional means, but they can still happen. Oh, of course. So as as you start pivoting and you're like, Okay, I'm refreshed. Yeah. Time to go better. out of survival mode. I'm gonna go back into yep. my normal self my growth mode growth mindset whatever you want to uh, associate with it look back and look for kind of reflect on how did i hit that point 
And it truly could be just an event that was kind of a one-off and yeah. I had to deal with it. If it is something that maybe you need to make changes in your life, yeah, make those changes. And and that's where meditation can really kind of help you achieve that after you've meditated and gotten your mind clear. Then sit down and evaluate, okay, what went wrong? What made me, you know, did I have an interaction with somebody who I probably shouldn't have in my circle and they set me off in the wrong direction? Did I, I know for me this last week, <laughs> there was a lot that set me off in the wrong direction, but writing it down and understanding when it hit helped me get to where I'm like, ah, okay, I got it. I can do this now. It's being mindful. Yeah. As And we've, we've talked about that before, but the journaling is a great thing. I always it tell is. people, go through and evaluate whatever is best for you. Some people are digital only, and that's fine. I'm yeah. a pretty digital person, but there is right now have textbooks all over my table because I was doing just a ton of reading trying to catch up on some stuff at school that I'd fall behind on students make fun of me because I still get traditional books I need the paper I need I need paper books to write in them I need to highlight them yep tons of it also going through whenever I have writing exercises I really do make a concerted effort to actually at least outline if I can handwriting mm -hmm. wise I know you're a huge proponent of writing. We both are. But journaling, writing it down, goals, whatever it is, add that to your plan. Mm -hmm. Start looking oh, at it sure. from a standpoint of what do I need to do to try and prevent this from happening again? Mm -hmm. It could be that maybe you need to start taking some breaks for yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, when I write stuff down, it can be something like, okay, you know what? I have been off all day and no matter what I do, I can just not figure out why I'm off. So I'll start writing down starting from when I got up. Okay, I got up. I did this. This was on my mind. I, you know, talked to this person. I had this interaction. I did this. And usually I go back and read it and I'm like, ah, okay, that's what set the day in the wrong direction and got me out of my Zen zone, I guess would be the correct word. Journaling, I don't think we give it enough credit because if I hadn't have written it all down from point A to point B, I wouldn't have known what set me off and I would have continued probably in a little bit of a funk. Once you start making those changes, yeah, things are going to, I think you'll actually be better. You will. Uh, at handling the stress. Stress is very real. I don't think a lot of us give it the <laughs> Anxiety credit and stress that are it's due. Exhausting. So really go back and if you need to, take a break. It's mm -hmm. okay. It is okay, guys. You're not going to lose yourself in your journey. You're just hitting the pause button for a minute and then going right back to it. Weekly challenge. Ooh, I think we kind of just discussed one, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you need a break, mm -hmm. take one. Take it. That's pretty simple. I have another one. Kind okay. of pre-scheduled coming up in October where I actually have more time and I'm going to need it. I can, I, this, this is a good, it'll get me by <laughs> till then. It's kind of the, I'm planning it out. Then if you are in this or if you have engaged in it recently, what are ways that you can make changes? Yeah. Can you start building your own little kind of crisis management plan? How are you going to handle this if and when? And, and I don't think it is an if. I think it is a when. A when. It, it's it's going to happen. Yeah. If you haven't had one yet this year, 
Buckle I up. bet you're close, <laughs> closer than you think. Buckle up. Yeah. I really didn't want to admit that I needed a break, but when I started looking back, the only time I've taken for myself was that trip to Chicago. Yeah, that's true. Other than that, I have been working in school <laughs> nonstop, even on weekends, ever since. It took me going on my first social distancing trip camping for me to go. Ah, uh, this is what my body and mind needed. And just, it takes, sometimes it just takes that happening for you to understand where you really were. So do that. Yeah. Do, do come up with a plan. Mm-hmm. If you need a break, take one. Please take one. It's it, okay. It's not being overly self-indulgent. It really is taking care of yourself. Because again, if you don't take care of yourself, guess what? You're not going to be able to take care of anyone else. Nope. And a lot of the people that we interact with, it's very apparent that you are the person that takes care of other people. It's true. And you are very deserving of this time to rebuild and renew yourself. Thank you so much for being here with us this week. And also, uh, if you don't mind, hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to us at. We're very excited because more platforms every week. It's crazy. I keep sending (laughs) and screenshots. I'm like, look, (laughs) I didn't even know this was a thing. Also, social media, if Mm -hmm. you want to reach out to us, Facebook and Instagram, anywhere you see that green logo with the little head icon, New Day podcast, I am working on trying to figure out how to get us a little bit easier to be found because there are some platforms that are a little bit more challenging, but Instagram and Facebook, just look for New Day podcast. Yeah, we're there. And it is super easy to find us and reach out to us. Thank you so much for being here and we'll see you guys next week. See you next week. See you next week.